0: Hello and welcome to the Tech in the Hood podcast. I'm your host, Ahmed Flex Omar. Tech in the Hood is a storytelling podcast that explores the past, present, and future of Chicago's cultural identity through conversations about community and technology. Each week, I reconnect with the friends and mentors who have shared this journey and spotlight new voices and innovators building the future of the Tech in the Hood. back to Tech in the Hood. Today I have with me uh, my good friend Tayo, and Tayo's also been uh, interning with us at FlexTech AI, sure. so want to hear about you know his reflections uh, so far, his uh, internship, and Tayo also recently graduated from Notre Dame. Welcome yes, to sir. the show.
1: Thank you, thank you for having me. It's been it's an honor to be here, yeah. to be in the presence of greatness. Yeah. So, uh, Thank how you for it, the time.
0: How does it feel being an MBA grad? Oh man.
1: I think I might have had one of the most amazing graduation celebrations I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. feels great. Um so I did get my MBA and my MS in business analytics from Notre Dame, finishing up uh last Sunday on the twentieth on May twentieth. Um sorry, last Saturday rather. And it feels um about to put it in one word, I'd say grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, someone with a background like mine of Engineering and going through different work experiences and trying to understand, you know, what do you actually want to do fully after you finish your graduate degrees is um, being at this point and turning down offers from big tech companies and being able to choose one. And it's, 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 I'm extremely grateful to God for it. That's how I put it.
0: Oh, for sure. So mm. did you go from uh, undergrad to uh, MBA or did you take some break or?
1: No, no. So I, um so I started doing my, um, electrical. An engineering degree at Mm -hmm. the University of Illinois at Urbana champaign Shout out to all the Atlanta out there. Mm -hmm. Um Love Mobile. There's a lot of Atlanta. It's a lot of Atlanta, especially in Chicago. We Mm -hmm. are deep and we are making a lot of moves. (laughs) (laughs) Um did that. I did did that uh finished that in 2015. From there I kind of went into wanting to uh move into sales. I thought, well, I I thought I know I have a great sales uh aptitude and be able to sell anything to anyone. And be able to communicate value to the, from the simplest type of client to the most complex, or breaking down complex pr- problems or initiatives to make it really simple for someone. Um, went into sales with, with uh, Ingersoll Rand for some time, uh, and then I went to software sales for some time as well. And I realized, you know, I should probably use my engineering degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to actually work for a power distribution contractor, where I'm um, actually black-owned, um, Armour Roderick based out of Chicago. Um, Rashad is also an alumni as well of Notre Dame. And, um, he, he started that firm about, I'm going to misquote this, maybe 15 years ago or so. Okay. Um, and so joining that company taught me all things that, that I need to know how to be a leader in the tech space or an engineering as well, learn how to manage more teams. Um, and that brought me to realize what do I want to do fully? Cause I wasn't really enjoying the traditional engineering roles. And so moving into a, uh, opportunity like an MBA kind of taught me that you know what you can actually pivot into things that you want to do mm-hmm. um and so right before I started the MBA I thought let's go into data science let's like get that skill set down the pythons the R the SQLs, all that that opened my eyes up to AI and I was mm-hmm. like okay machine learning and neural networks and like this sounds amazing like how do I actually maximize this knowledge um, and I worked as a client ma- manager for a hedge fund for some time In the crypto space, helping their clients across the world to understand blockchain, AI, crypto, investing. Um, And it was a whirlwind of information. And I was like, I must go and kill business school now. (laughs) So that's kind of the short story, if you will.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And what made you pick uh, Notre Dame? I
1: should probably have a good answer for them, right? Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) In case it goes into their marketing. I know, right? Um,
1: (laughs) I'd say... um, I think honestly, the dual degree program okay. made it really beneficial because we yeah, the, yeah. the, the opportunity to do an MBA and an MS Business Analytics, and in this in, the, in today's market um, was extremely beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, they also were pretty generous with the financial aid package, so I thought this makes sense. It's close to home. Um, mm-hmm. It's Notre Dame, top-rated business school, um, and I thought I, I can go in there have a lot of impact from a diversity standpoint and being able to show that. Hey, they, they may not have the best diverse student body, but they have me now. And I think yeah. that I can have a lot of impact by helping a lot of students and to galvanize a lot of things to move whatever initiatives they have for it, but also to introduce new ideas and innovations that can help the school to be able to expand upon how they are interacting with international and diverse candidates.
0: No, absolutely. Mm. And speaking on diversity, we met because yep. of uh, the film screening yep. that I did in partnership with Yep. Loyola university mm-hmm. and uh president Obama's uh film film screening mm-hmm. you know down down here yep. and then, uh you all traveled in yeah for, for the uh for the film
1: that was an incredible day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was an incredible day so um I to, to, to yeah, yeah, yeah uh so I to shout out the shouts of faith faith thechangwa was the president at the time and right. she's the one that that organized all of that and um I had heard about you before because most people know you in Chicago. Um, and um, uh, she was like, hey, you know, we're going to go ahead and do this movie screening for Obama's movie. I'm thinking, oh, is Obama going to be there? Like, <laughs> we're going. But we didn't know about We was like, we're hoping he's going to walk in. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, and we got there. We met you. We met um, a lot of people from your network in, in, in that space. And we watched that incredibly moving movie um, or documentary, if you will. And mm-hmm. it was, um, it created a lot of conversation in the car ride home <laughs> amongst us. But. I think that day was the first day I realized that the kind of powerhouse that you were and the kind of um, disrupt, or well, good disruption that you bring to the table from not only the nonprofit side, but also the tech side as well, um, and being able to create what you have done over the past couple of years that you got here in the early 2000s has been incredible to see and to witness. So thank you for your work. Thank um, you. well, that day was my first day like, okay, this is flex. All right, <laughs> this is flex. And I think when I really, really got an understanding of who you were was when you came back to do the panel um uh another yeah. day where we got we got a, um, a variety of different panelists to come through and um talk about how to handle microaggressions in the, in the workplace or um how to deal with corporate America as a graduate student or as a first time or early c- c- career mm-hmm. p- p- professional mm-hmm. um And there were a lot of gems dropped that day. There were a lot of um, insightful conversations that were happening during that time. And I think um, that's when I met um, Sean. That's when I met Michael Stark and all these Mm -hmm. other people. I was like, you know what? Somehow, somewhere, I need to get involved with whatever Flex has going on. And I'm thankful that now I'm part of Flex Tech.
0: No, absolutely. I mean, it was... uh Great to be invited Mm -hmm. and hosted uh, by your uh, group. And Mm -hmm. it was uh, Black History
1: Month. Yes, it Mm was Black History Week that we do. So every year, Mm -hmm. the club that we ran and that I ran this past year was Black Cride Management Club. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, that club is responsible for, uh, I want to say, educating. It's also being a Resource for the African American and African culture on the University of Notre Dame's graduate student part of campus, and so um, that event was to help educate all students in attendance on some of those things that we face and how to overcome them. Um, so it was—it's uh, been a ride. It's been a ride with that club.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. It's mm-hmm. a great. Great group of uh, people in that in that group. So, oh yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Great networking with everyone and. Yeah. and you know, and then we, uh, you know, stayed stayed in touch. And, yep. you know, at that time, actually, I didn't start FlexTech. I was uh, still with my non for profit my NGO, yep. mm-hmm. that I was running at the mm-hmm. time, you know. So that was part of the work that I was doing, was doing storytelling, you know. Yep. So mm-hmm. uh, the panel was, you know, made made sense, you know, for me. And, you know, one of the most important thing, you know, that we talked about is uh, office politics.
1: You yes. Know, and, and
0: that's, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a big thing that's not, you know, discussed in uh, schools and mm-hmm. uh universities and if there was a class I would have, you know, taken that yeah. for for I went into, you know, corporate America. I mean, that would have helped me, you know, navigate, you know, the landmines. I probably would have taken three more classes in communication. Yeah. <laughs> to, <laughs> it's it's important. It. It's yeah. important.
1: Yeah. 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 I think one thing I remember from that conversation was I I I think you're the one that said it you mentioned how important it is to make sure you know when to arrive, like when to be you and when to be, I won't say them, but them, mm-hmm. well, that's rude. When to be you or mm-hmm. when to be in accordance with the culture that that, 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 that c- company or entity has. Right, 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 right. And um, right. I think that was impactful for me to tell that at that moment because I hadn't even got an internship yet. Well, I had one, but I wasn't, I, I didn't start at BlackRock just yet that summer. And so, being able to walk into that role, knowing like, all right, you need to make sure that you know that there's a time to be fully yourself. There's also a time to kind of back up and assimilate to mm-hmm. follow before you just start leading and innovating immediately. So, I still remember that conversation. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. it's easier, you know, said than done. And, oh yeah. <laughs> and, and you learn all of that through you know experience. You know, it, it helps to have uh, mentors. I mean, we've also come a long way right now with yeah. uh, DNI in the mm-hmm. workplace, and there are people who uh, their entire jobs is to focus on diversity, mm-hmm. equity, and inclusion in, we're, we're, H- in HR roles. Do you think
1: that um that world mm-hmm. of DEI, and i where, especially in the corporate space, do you think that it is, how I say this the right way? Um, do you think that those positions, Chief Diversity Officer, Head of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, do you think that some of the work that happens in the corporate America is just to show face or to keep face instead of actually moving the needle forward to giving more people who look like us and other ethnicities who are minorities, even women or mm-hmm. LGBTQ plus or veterans or whatever it is, more opportunities? Like, what's your take on that and your experience it's coming from a long time ago yeah, where yeah. This, was, this wasn't in a conversation until now with ESG and everything?
0: No, absolutely. I mm. mean, I believe that we've taken a step in the right uh, direction mm-hmm. but there's still a lot more work uh, to be to be done I mm. mean if you're just hiring you know for the positions and then you're just adding names on your um, annual report you know so you can look good in your corporate uh, social responsibility yeah. you know, report then that's just a PR you know move mm-hmm. but if you're you know intentional it's gonna show you know yeah. and employees now are more uh, vocal mm. and, you know, and different generations in the workplace. Right. So that's true. And, uh, Gen Z, Gen Z's, uh, they, are a powerhouse. <laughs> they, they, don't, back, they don't, they yeah. don't, they don't back down, you know, no. so they definitely, you know, uh, let it be known, you mm-hmm. know, if there's, um, you know, if they feel a certain, you know, type of wave. So it's definitely more challenging, you mm-hmm. know, being a corporate leader, yeah. you know, these days, but it's important to rise, you know, to the occasion and understand that, you know, just like uh our country is diverse, you know, our, you know, corporations, you know, have to represent, you know, the fabric of the, you know, the country and, you know, and there's studies and, you know, numbers, you know, out there that, you know, if a company is, you know, more uh diverse, you know, they have a higher, you know, return on their, you know, investments, you know, so it differs from you know, between companies, you know, so it really just depends on the culture, mm-hmm. um, at the, at the, at the top, at the top, but I'm a big fan of, uh, B Corps, you know, um, mm-hmm. companies like Patagonia and, yeah. you know, Chobani yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the founder of Chobani is really, uh, incredible mm-hmm. in that regard. I mean, he recently started, um, a non-for-profit mm-hmm. called the tent for refugees, you know, so he's actually pushing, um, corporations mm-hmm. to hire refugees. To hire ref- refugees, refugees oh, wow. from all over the world that's know, incredible really really incredible wow yeah his name okay. is uh, hamdi I, I recently met him in madrid so oh really yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, Not my, <laughs> i'm gonna say he's a good friend but that's a cool connection yeah though. it's good it is a good just a good human being yeah, that's good you work. know to I meet mean? and so he was uh campaigning for that in uh europe you mm-hmm. know as well but he's been doing this work um, for a long time. So it starts at the top and it starts with the leadership, uh, with, uh, with the leadership. And then yeah. if, um, you know, you, the intention of the leader is right, then it's gonna, uh, trickle down, you yeah. know, to all the, um, empl- uh, employees, you know, so we've definitely come a long way, but we still
1: got some room. room oh, we grow. got some work. We of course got some
0: work to, uh, yeah. t- you know, to do so, um, but you're someone that's recently uh, graduated. So yeah. I'm going to put this question to you because okay. there's a big noise now about um, AI and a lot of yeah. people are nervous about AI replacing them. Mm-hmm. How do you feel?
1: I think there's a truth to that statement and, and there's also a lot of false sentiment around that statement. Um, mm-hmm. I think there are some jobs that naturally tech has traditionally disrupted that, would incur people to reassess what type of skill sets they need to get and what they can do. Um, I think we're in a society now where you need to be a little bit more well-rounded, when you can't have one skill. You can't just do data science. You can't just be a finance person that just understands financial modeling in Excel. You can't just be a Python coder or a JavaScript coder. You know, it's 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 a matter of can you do those things? Can you also speak to leadership? Can you also communicate? Can you have networking skills? Do you, do you understand how to break down complex topics? You know, do can you provide strategy for multiple initiatives? Can you also get your feet wet in code as well? Can you also be the person that's talking to the dormant? You know, there's, there's so many things. I mean, I'm just speaking from a business standpoint. Sure, sure, sure. Of course, there's other industries I'm not familiar with that's being disrupted, such as yeah. the. Hospitality industry, like for example, or even healthcare, mm-hmm. um, where I'm not involved in that. But I think if you know what these tools are and you know how to incorporate them in, into your day to day lives, you're able to then take advantage of them and be an expert in them. And then you can now use that expertise with your current skill set to be able to add value to any organization. Every organization, as we're speaking, is building something or is very aware of. It artificial intelligence and the technology that is being built around that. That's a very, very broad statement to say artificial intelligence. Because what that really means is an advanced version of machine learning, which is really just essentially data science. If you really want to look at it from the, it's really just a whole bunch of data sets that's learning from each other. So the question now becomes, can you figure out how to provide the data set? Can you figure out how to edit said data set? And can you be able to make it more efficient? AI really... AI can do that, but you're creating the actual brain of the AI itself. If you can learn how to do that, you're kind of inexpensible. yeah is that, the, is that the right word inexpensible? I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a better word for that. Um, when it comes to indisposable I don't know what the yeah. word is, but yeah. you know I think that's my take on it. And then from business school, a lot of people weren't really afraid of it because most of the industries that they were going to mm-hmm. finance, consulting biotech um you're not really affected by it if you know it you're extremely valuable and viable that's what i'm trying to think about you become invaluable so that's my take on it i think you know it learn it don't run from it you don't want to be that man or woman Mm -hmm. that ran from the internet in 2000 or 98 or 95 you want to be that person now that knows about ai knows about blockchain, knows about all the different tech that is disrupting multiple industries so you can be able to be and have an advantage in the space or in whatever, in whatever space you're in, be part of the innovators because we're getting to a point where if you cannot provide 10 extra salary or at least five extra salary to a company that you're going to work for, AI will probably replace your job because they can probably do at least two to four X of whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the race. We're now in the AI race. Going. But it's fun if you if you look at it if if, if you look at it as fun and you want to be a learner. One, look out for flex Stack, But two, you need to make sure that you're putting in the work. It's just work, and then today you're just working to understand what's going on in the space or in the world. Yeah, no, abs- abs- yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I recently read
0: an article mm-hmm. of an attorney who uh, used ChatGBT to, you know, for <laughs> <win> this case <laughs> Fetter, yeah yeah <laughs> and then it turned out that um it made it made things up you yep. know even with the site citations you know so I you was, gotta be careful <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that, yeah. was that was you know that was uh embarrassing you know mm-hmm. so for me it's like it's not perfect y- you're still the one that's gonna get blamed yeah you know, even if you use you know a ai mm-hmm. right so um i be weary of people all of a sudden replacing certain people in their organizations yeah. and saying oh i don't need you anymore i can yeah. just use uh mm-hmm. chat gpt for this for this and that first of all it's going to sound robotic yeah. you know it's not what you I- know tone tone is very important you know when yeah. when you're uh, doing content marketing for for uh, for uh, for example so it's really about understanding mm-hmm. like you said you know that it's a machine learning yeah. you know uh, tool Mm -hmm. and um as long as long as you use it you know wisely Mm -hmm. um it can save you you know uh, time you know Mm -hmm. so the time that we would uh spend away from our families working till 9 p.m 10 p.m Mm -hmm. on a spreadsheet now microsoft Copilot is gonna help you with help you with that and Mm -hmm. you know ease the burden right you know so i mean i I had to learn you know to code through visual basic you know in order to. old days the 90s i remember that you know (laughs) but it's still around till today yeah you know and i but i can now ask um ai to write a code for me yeah and i can put it in um visual you know basic to Mm -hmm. better organize my excel sheet and my powerpoint Mm -hmm. but i i don't have to come up with that now from you know scratch so it just saves me you know um hours Mm -hmm. but then at the end of the day too is you know we're still dealing with you know human beings so yeah when you, whatever product, you know, that you're selling, any consulting that you're doing, any work that you're doing, yeah. still going to deal but with humans. human beings, right? Mm-hmm. So now at least you'll have more time, you know, to actually communicate with human beings and spend more time with human yeah. beings as opposed to being on the computer trying to figure out, you know, mm-hmm. how to create, you know, formulas, you know, for Excel. Right. Now you don't, you don't have yeah, you to, do you that. Can just, Ask ask Jad GBT. So you know, okay. so you just gotta be uh, wise about you know how to use it as a tool. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of you know FlexSec right now we're uh, building you know an edtech uh, tool yep. that we're marketing to uh, non for profits and also uh, schools. Mm-hmm. And the platform has a uh, bot in it that we're partnered with another you know company, and so mm-hmm. the bot is integrated within the edtech uh, platform. Mm-hmm. It's basically similar to JetGPT, but it's designed more for careers and upskilling and, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's,
1: it's. uh, Very substantial. Yeah. Yeah. It's a brilliant, brilliant platform that we've been able to work on so far. It's been a pleasure to actually see that thing in real life. Um, It's really cool. (laughs) It's really, it's really cool. One thing I like about Flexite the most so far from just interning for the past few months um is how fast we can move you know if we have an idea we have something we want to create or do there's a way that you you and your leadership team kind of galvanize people around something i remember i i i told this before about understanding like you know more or learning from you about how much more the skill set of or the ability of being able to galvanize around a certain topic, cause or initiative mm-hmm. and gather people around that thing and then m- move and push them to actually create something with you, not for you, but with you. Mm-hmm. And able to see you from the first couple of months in January or in February, talk about, I want to have an iBot that does these types of things. I'm like, oh, I'm like oh, I can't code that. But, <laughs> and then a few months later, we're demoing these things for different types of clients. And, you know, it's, it's incredible to see that that happen in real time. And, um, yeah, I'm really yeah. big on
0: collaborations and yeah. strategic, you know, uh, partnerships. I mean, you can sit sit there and, you know, twiddle your thumbs and try to do, you know, things on your own. Mm-hmm. Or you can, you know, contact smart people in your network and build, build some, build some uh, you know, to, uh, to, uh, together. And that's how it came, uh, you know, came about. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. so now we're... You know going to pilot it and demo it you know see how it goes but for me i approach it you know more as a project and you know so if it doesn't work out i've learned i've learned a lot yeah and so there is no you know fear whatsoever and plus when you're uh, collaborating you know with you know good people it's a very enriching you know uh, experience so Mm -hmm. i do appreciate you know your uh, kind words in that in that regard we tend to operate a little, you know, dif- uh, differently, you know, obviously yeah. flex like, <laughs> We're big on flexibility, you know. So we <laughs> just we just drop everything in Slack, yeah. you know. So
1: but it works. So, yeah. It works. I think it works because of the type of culture that that we that we've been able to build of being able to have that open environment of um, conversation, innovation. It's, it's it's unique. I mean, it's it's a startup, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Most startups have that yeah. same culture, but I think from our first convo about FluxSec, you tell me that this is originally designed to help the underdogs, help the marginalized mm-hmm. c- communities in Chicago across the world that, otherwise we don't have access to certain tools, skills, lessons, networks, jobs, opportunities. And that's been the best driving force for me to be able to kind of keep moving and, 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 and have a passion for what we're building, so think that's also really important the mission or the value of a company is extremely important to drive the collaboration between its employees so no
0: absolutely yeah. abs- abs- absolutely we're definitely mission driven and mm-hmm. you know purpo- purpose is a uh, you know big deal now uh, staying on topic of ai yeah you know, we're both uh, originally from uh africa yes and
1: um how do you see ai transforming you know africa well, I was gonna say, I was born in London, but my family is from Nigeria, gotcha. but I don't wanna like, if anybody tries to come from me. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a broad question. <laughs> yeah. I'd say, where do we start? I mean, you have so many areas you can help out. I mean, you can, it can help out with energy, help out with finance, it can help out with government, politics, voting, voting, especially in Nigeria, help out with that. Um, We just had an election uh, where Tonobu was elected and Mm -hmm. there were some problems in certain provinces and regions where people thought there was miscounts and and whatnot. And um, that's an area where I could simply just be able to predict or not predict, but be able to take over that task if things are digital. Um, I think one of the biggest opportunities for Africa, there's this argument of transnationalism. Mm-hmm. in Africa, where if you had borders open up across the country, each country had to open up their borders to different people, you would have a humongous increase in commerce and the economy of the continent as a whole. And I think that the worry there, right, is political turmoil, obviously. But I think the worry is still the corruptive nature of certain types of countries taking over other types of countries who are smaller and whatnot. I think where AI can come into play with that type of thing is you can be able to create a system that can take in information about certain types of powers or leaders or initiatives, laws, reform, etc., and be able to create a system that can self-govern itself and check itself based upon the inputs of what's happening in real time. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that's extremely difficult to implement in Africa but I mean, I'm thinking like super big picture, like if we had to really solve a problem, not just, oh, I want to build something that can solve a small scale problem in this one province or this one country. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, how do you solve a continent's issue or how do you identify an issue that's not really being talked about Right. and then solve it? Now, I'm, this is obviously much harder than it sounds, but I mean, I think that's something that can really help. You know, how do we actually create? More opportunities for people who do not have access. For example, I was just in South Africa for this um, program called Business on the Front Lines with with uh, Notre Dame. We work with we work with Mgibe. Mgibe is a um, a company or an organization that helps small scale farmers and entrepreneurs give them they give them the market for their produce and their products. And they also help them to understand how to actually build a business. So they handle both sides of the equation, they're kind of like the middleman, but also they also buy from their um, entrepreneurs as well. A lot of those entrepreneurs want to expand past South Africa. You have Zimbabwe right there, you have so many other countries around them. And some of the issues that they have is just having access. Mm -hmm. There's literally just governmental issues of being able to go across the border or being able to go to different countries. There's problems with that. Yeah, I could solve some of those things to be able to create systems in place that can create levels of access for people to be able to exchange goods and commerce across different countries. And I won't, I won't belabor this, but that's kind of the idea that I was thinking off the top of my yeah. head yeah, yeah, without yeah, yeah. preparing the answer. But yeah, that's it's interesting when you think of it like that.
0: No, absolutely. And mm-hmm. you know, we say you know Africa, we'll always forget that Africa is a you know continent continent yeah. right and so uh just like north america is a mm-hmm. you know a, a con- a continent you know mm-hmm. so um issues are gonna vary yeah. uh, by uh by country by, by uh, yeah by yeah. country exa- uh, exactly but um there is um you know the average i think age of um folks in africa right now is uh, early you know uh 20s mm-hmm. so it's in age that's really interested in you know startups you know yeah. tech build uh, you know building you know technology and i think um ai is gonna help you know those uh, young people sort of like uh catch catch up yeah and you know um be able to get you know knowledge that um would have been really hard to attain yep. and you might have to travel mm-hmm. you know to go to a school in mm-hmm. another you know, country you know to mm-hmm. attain but you know now you can use you know ai to like seek that knowledge get that mm-hmm. knowledge and you know build build uh, build on and you know just like youtube you mm-hmm. know became sort of its own you know university did, yeah. you know for for good or bad you know Definitely. i mean we can we can talk about, you know, the negative, you know, side of AI where, you know, people are like mimicking other people's voices <laughs> and they're using it yeah. for, s- for scam calls. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. We have an el- election, uh, next, next, next year, you yep. know, so if, if I'm going to get, you know, uh, fake call, fake AI calls, you mm-hmm. know, telling me to vote for blah, 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 you know, yeah. uh, who, uh, who knows, but you know, it's a technology that's, mm-hmm. you know, here to, you know, stay. If you if you think about it,
1: and I'll tell and I'll tell a, a uh, another quick story. When I was in South Africa again, it was a student that we went to a high school to with our partner to talk for them to talk more about what they've been doing with the kids to plan seeds, help them to understand how to build a business farming. One of the kids like saw us, mentioned that he wanted to come to America. Help with the Black Lives Matter movement. And I was just like, What in the what Why are you thinking about this in <laughs> South Africa? And he didn't get my information at first. He ran across the entire school at the end of the day to find me, to ask for my number. He just texted me this morning. He texts me all the time, mm-hmm. trying to understand more about what he can do. And you mentioned AI and kind of education. Can you imagine if like his school had this AI bot where he can say, I'm 14, I'm a freshman in high school in South Africa. This is what I know, here's where I'm located. How do I get from what I know now to being on the law enforcement or the p- political side of things in America to fight for the rights of African-Americans in in the excuse me in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And the AI, if can give them a detailed plan of, here's what you can do, here's, here's where you start, here are the schools they can go to, here's why yeah. you, you, you should go to law school, here's why you should, focus on business admin like those are the kind of things that like you're mentioning a lot of people these days especially in some of the more populous african countries they somewhat Mm -hmm. have access to that information ai can give you that and give you a plan of which because people know what they want to get into they just don't know how to go about it i have family injury who who we talk and they're like you know what i want to do this i'm like hey cool here's how you do it but if i wasn't there they wouldn't really know and there's so many people like that who don't have family in america some people who, who who never even left Nigeria or Kenya or anything the people who have not literally left their villages, they don't even know what certain things are that they even exist, and that's what bothers me the most is like exposure exposure it it, it it kills our people as a whole that they are not they have not been exposed to certain things, and then when you get exposed, you think differently, you begin to expand upon. What you thought you knew, and then when you have new information, and now you're trying to understand, how do I actually use information that's new to be able to build upon what's old? Anyway, I'll stop because I can go about this for yeah, a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's yeah.
0: it's uh, it's a lot of truth, you know, to uh, what what you said, right? Mm. You know, so mentorship is, you know, imp- uh, important. Knowledge is, you know, important. You know, mm. so if if you don't have access, you know, to a library, you know. Mm-hmm it's it's not it's it's not the same so wikipedia yeah. you know has become that but at the same time if you don't know what to search for you, don't, you know yeah. in in wiki in wikipedia you know mm-hmm. so you can ask search and um any technology op- uh, open-ended you know questions but yeah if the platform is there to you know guide you mm-hmm. and you know and you can kind of teach us you on how to even like what questions you know to ask and what prompts you know to ask then mm-hmm. you know and it's engaging, you yeah. know, with with you. It it helps, and I think it boosts uh, confidence, mm-hmm. you know, as well. Because um, with a lot of young people, you know, that I mentor, I see, they have a difficult time, you know, sometimes even asking for help or yeah. asking, you know, questions. Or mm-hmm. will be at a networking event and have a tough time walking to someone. You know, and I'm just like, yeah, just, just go in Chicago, go talk about the weather. Yeah, and everyone's got an opinion about the weather. Absolutely. In <laughs> in Chicago, yeah. you know, so having those soft skills are just going to be uh, really important, and mm-hmm. it's going to be more
1: important um, than than ever. Yes. You know, so. Yes. This this is this. If it, if there's anything that AI is teaching us is mm-hmm. that soft skills. And communication skills, especially business communication skills, mm-hmm. are going to be top five, top ten in-demand skill sets we've than ever never before. It already is. Yeah. And it's so bad with people who don't under, don't know how to network or communicate. It's, it's to the point where if anyone starts a class and, and you're good at it, you're probably going to make a killing. Because a yeah. lot of people don't teach this. Yeah. They, they just assume you can do it. And when you can't do it, everybody's so surprised. And it's like, well, where are you going to learn it at? Only a few people actually have the type of personality where it's natural for you to go up to somebody and say, hey, nice to meet you. I looked up on LinkedIn. I saw this. I have this. I would love to have a coffee chat about that. You know, people, everybody can do that. But Yeah. I I mean, that's another thing that AI can
0: help with, you know, Mm -hmm. managing, you know, especially young people's uh, expectations, you know, because there are young people that, you know, come on a job and say they want to be – vice president in three months or, you yeah. know, do this <laughs> and, that. No, you know, so, get there. So, yeah, yeah. Sl- <laughs> slow down and, you know, building relationships are important, you know, don't burn, you know, uh, uh, bridges, you mm-hmm. know, those, those soft skills are gonna take you really, you know, uh, far. So, I mean, yeah, there's only so much, you know, the school can do, you mm-hmm. know, so it's really important, you know, for, you know, uh, people, uh, people to learn some of those, some of those skills, but it's practice, right? Yeah. I mean, if you, the more, the more you, the more you practice and the more you seek, you know, guidance, you know, the more natural, yeah. you know, it it becomes, it's just like, it's just like sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I mean, I mean, that being said also, um, I know you also, um, are an entrepreneur, um, at heart. Yes. Yeah. 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 So what, what, what projects are you working on? Um,
1: Man, okay. (laughs) 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 I'd say uh, one thing that kind of fell into my lap a few years ago, not fell into my lap, actually, God put it in my lap because I was not thinking about it. This is more like a passion project, turned business, turned, well, soon to be nonprofit, probably. (laughs) Um, But in 2015, I began to see a whole bunch of scriptures and and verses from when i was in church just on clothing i was like you know it'd be nice to make clothes for christ but obviously you had goddess dope you had different types of brands already doing this and i was just like i don't want to just make money off of god's name that sound that feels wrong for Mm me so for four years i didn't do anything with it i was just designing writing doing everything on my phone like my notes app if someone if if someone stole my phone and check my notes app, they would know everything about me it's actually really (laughs) embarrassing but so i literally 2019, I began to actually, God just told me to put it, uh, began to do events for people, to bring them closer to Christ. So I did that. did that for about two years or so, a couple of events online, physically. And I stopped it when I got to business school. I thought, ah, no time for this, no time to be doing this stuff. It's not making any money, whatever. Let me go focus on my MBA and my MSBA. But got to school and somehow Notre Dame sponsored the events that I've been doing, they pay for the clothes, they pay for the food, they pay for the environment, they pay for the event space, they pay for everything, and they still want me to keep doing it mm. after I'm done with school. Went to New York for my internship, did an event with NFT NYC. There, people came, they bought NFTs, they paid for it, they paid for shirts, they got food. it was. So it's been a slow and steady, but like increasing movement. Yeah, to provide spaces for people to experience Christ and. Um, people leave that space moved where they don't even, I've had atheists there, Muslims, Christians, people who have never even heard God's name before. And they all leave like this needs to expand. I think that's been really important for me to continue doing, um, from a spiritual standpoint, from a creating community standpoint. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I've been doing that I will continue uh, the next couple of of years. other than that, uh, when I was in business school, I did not make a cryptocurrency platform. And the platform essentially was to teach people how to invest in crypto and by, by letting them follow the trades of others. So you could think like eToro kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But the caveat was that people had the opportunity to be able to also um, invest in a fund that we held um, where we would show you what our holdings were and based upon what you thought were great or wasn't great, you decided what you wanted to invest in mm-hmm. and you would pay a fee in order to have access to the platform and the information. And people were, we had a lot of subscribers over the, over our launch was in November of 2021, 20, um, for about seven months or so. And it was, it went very well. Um, and I think at the moment we're still learning how to uh, improve that platform in today's market. Because obviously crypto is not what crypto was in the right. boom in November 2021. Yeah. Um. I mean, Bitcoin was like 70K back then. So, but, and the regulation has challenged everything at this point. Mm-hmm. And FCX ruined, not ruined, challenged everything yeah. as well when that crash happened amongst other different CBDCs failing or losing their peg. Um, and you think about, regulatory regulators um not really being clear on things so it's a little bit different in this in this market and that's kind of where we're at is like how do we actually define what knowledge information looks like now because you can't just say learn this and buy this anymore yeah it doesn't work that way mm-hmm. it barely worked that way the first time now it's like how do you actually create something that makes sense now that ai is what well, has been here but now the ai is more mainstream There's definitely tools that can be utilized to be able to help people to understand what Mm -hmm. they they can do in this space. So that's another project I'm working on um, in tandem with uh, regular people, the spiritual brand as well. So the the cryptocurrency platform is more on the back burner for now. Just right now, I'm just learning. So you're really
0: big on using, you know, technology to impact uh, human
1: beings. Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's even... AI being built into the spiritual brand to show people to give people resources on how to better themselves, whether that's from mental health churches, scripture, whatever it is, music. Um, Like you literally can just say, Hey, I'm depressed. And then you'll get some form of result that shows you what you can or cannot do. It's it's incredible. I mean, technology can literally transform the way you think about yourself based upon what output you get from from what input you give it. So but yeah, to answer your question one answer, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. So,
0: sounds like uh you're you're busy and then uh you're also joining a new
1: firm. Now, yes I am. Um Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be joining a firm uh in July in Ohio for my um post grad yeah. career plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you're going to do
0: uh great things in you know, over 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 there. Uh Yeah. Have you lived in Ohio
1: before? I literally just came back from Ohio yesterday. Yeah, I went to look at apartments. I was just like, "This is not Chicago." Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I like part of Ohio. Columbus. Columbus. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. but I liked it. I mean, it was it was it was was relaxed. I think it's only for a short stint, for about two years. Sure, sure. Um, And for me, it's more like I said earlier with the platform. It's it's more like how do I spend more time learning, and not doing. Yeah. yeah, Because I think as entrepreneurs, you see a problem and you want to run and do it, and I've had businesses since i was 10 years old mm-hmm. at this point i've done it so how do i slow down and not look at oh my gosh you're 32 people start doing stuff at 50 40 80 whatever yeah it's not about how old you are it's about how much do you know who do you know and what can you do with both of those things and i think that's where i'm at right now it's like take the time to master your craft and then take the time to serve others because you once you when you learn how to serve others I put out this a mentor of mine told me this in 2017. You know how you have a pyramid at the top is essentially mm-hmm. you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, everybody supports me. I'm doing well. Great. That's traditional. That's like if you that's traditional, it's great. If you flip it upside down, and you're the person supporting everybody. Everybody has to literally come from you. That means that if they anybody fall, if they fall onto you. So there's not really a way that you can fall. You're already at the bottom. <laughs> so everyone falls onto you. So it's almost like if you're the one that's serving everyone and everyone is looking towards you, then you kind of can control what you want to do. You can tap into any part of that pyramid that you want. Why? Because they need you or they want you either way. If you're at the top, someone could say, I don't want to be here anymore. And you you're crashing. <laughs> you're crashing down. And I remember that. I never forget that because it taught me that it's always the best to serve. Mm-hmm. even when you feel like you have nothing to give. I mean, how many times have I asked you and Andrew, hey, am I? is there value here? Does this make sense for you all? Am I giving you what the fuck Tech needs? And the answer's been yes, thankfully. But I think people need to also be aware that the answer may also be no. And if it's a no, that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to regroup, rinse and repeat, and try something new. Hence, the, you might want to take a second look at AI you might want to take a second look at what you can do with it. Not what everyone else, maybe ChatGPT isn't your tool, maybe something else. There's like yeah. 150,000 different tools out there right now that can help absolutely. you with anything. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, I know, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's actually one of the bigger reasons too that I'm doing uh this uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. So when I started, you know, Flex Tech. I was like, well, it would be a good way to kind of, you know, highlight folks that are in my community that are, mm. you know, in tech or involved in, you know, tech in some way or tech, you know, touches, you know, their uh, their lives. And, yeah. you know, so it was an opportunity to amplify, you know, those uh, voices and especially with uh, people that are, you know, minority, you mm-hmm. know, business um, leaders. Yeah. And um, also, you know, bringing in, you know, for season two, People Mm -hmm. from other neighborhoods, you know, in Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Chicago that have been listening, you know, to the uh, podcast. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we've talked a lot about the west side and the south side of Chicago. And Chicago tends to be a very uh, segregated, you know, city, unfortunately. Unfortunately. It's got a a lot to offer, but 77 neighborhoods. So imagine if, you know, folks from different neighborhoods, you know came together and were able to work together and Mm -hmm. build uh, projects, you know, together as opposed to, you know, just listening to uh, what's on the media or what's being posted on uh, social media. Mm -hmm. And uh, part of my reflection from season one was when I interviewed uh, Bashir Mohamed, my mentor. He uh, told me about the Aspire Center yep. that is being built on the west side of Chicago, mm-hmm. a new $41 million uh, center, and it's going to be used to help small businesses and to upskill uh, folks in the uh, community. Mm-hmm. So I told him, let's go meet with the executive you know, director and mm-hmm. we met with him the week after. Mm-hmm. And when I was meeting with him, I was showing him all the new uh, technologies, and he was really uh, interested, and they asked me, you know, if I'm interested in uh, coming and working with them once they open the center. Mm-hmm. I said, "Why wait that long? Why, why don't <laughs> we, why don't we, why don't we do something, yeah. you know, right now?" And that's when, you know, they attack. Uh, conversation you know uh, started mm-hmm. and I also found out that they have a coding you know boot camps mm-hmm. where they uh, teach uh, cohorts that are 18 uh, to 24 how to build apps that end up on the Apple uh, store mm-hmm. and so for me it's like well I met with the teacher and I said hey why don't we- why don't we get uh, these courses on the EdTech um, tool and see um, how it how it goes? You know, it might work out and might not. You know, uh, uh, work out, but it's uh, really exciting. You know how we can, you know, like you said, go from you know ideation, you know, to execution. Yep. But a lot of that is because uh, we use design thinking, mm-hmm. you know, uh, principles. Yeah. So and it's human centered, right? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you know, the, uh, podcast is great because it's, you're discovering, you know, human, mm-hmm. uh, ch- uh, ch- uh, challenges. And, mm-hmm. you know, the more we listen, you know, to each other, the more, you know, we can discover opportunities, uh, to work, you know, together. So mm-hmm. you know, the podcast has been great, you know, personally yeah. uh, for me and, you know, I also got a Give a shout out to the producers, you know, yeah. Chicago, podcasting, you know, guys, you know, <laughs> doing a great, doing a great, doing a great job, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, so I mean that being said, man. You know, I got one uh, last question for you. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give a uh, younger uh, Tayo?
1: Lean, and I'd say um, lean into. Lead into the experiences that you want for yourself, and don't think of yourself as less than, because at the end of the day, nobody's thinking about you that deeply. <laughs> they're just not. People are just not. I think we overestimate how much people, I think it's called spotlight syndrome. Yeah. How much people actually are thinking about you, looking at you, watching you every move, they're not. The truth is they think about themselves, you know? And I think I will tell myself Lean into the experiences that you have right now and put the fun away. Fun will always be there. Mm-hmm. You could be 80 and have fun. You do the hard work today. That's what I would tell myself.
0: All right. All right. Well, on that note, mm-hmm. gotta end it here. But man, it's been a been a pleasure. Pleasure. <laughs> you know, your bonus uh episode for you know uh between season one and you know season two okay and uh you know so definitely uh keep an eye out you know for uh or it's coming on uh season two and all and all the guests and really appreciate you uh being part of uh flex Tech and all the great work that you've done and you know we appreciate you and our clients appreciate you
1: thank you so much it's been a pleasure to be here i'm honored to be part of the uh illustrious cast that's been on this podcast <laughs> so um thank you so much thank you to the production team and everybody um it's been a pleasure man i hope to continue all right brother enjoy your summer thanks so
0: much all right <laughs>